0: Hello, this is Deepak Jasani from HDFC Securities talking to you on 16th of October 2021 at about 1pm with another edition of TGIF, a weekly audio podcast summarizing the happenings of the past week and trying to forecast the direction in the coming week. Key benchmark indices in India extended robust gains for the second consecutive week. Investors cheered strong earnings results from some top IT companies as well as data showing a slowing of annual rate of inflation based on monthly wholesale price index. High crude oil prices and a weak rupee capped gains. Nifty index settled above psychological 18,000 level for the first time. Sensex also closed above the key 61,000 level. Nifty advanced 2.5% over the week while Sensex closed 2.1% higher. Indices ended in the green on 4 out of 4 trading sessions this week. The broader market BSC mid-cap outperformed the benchmark indices rising 3.3% while the small cap Index gained 1.9%. Market breadth was in favor of gainers with 6 shares advancing for 5 declining. Average cash turnover on the NSC increased by close to 17% from the previous week on account of strong momentum in stocks. Among sectoral indices, power was up 6.8%, auto rose 6.3%, metal was up 5.8%, consumer durables gained 5.3% and metal and media advanced 4.3%. IT and telecom were the only losers falling 1.98% and 1% respectively. Among nifty 100 stocks, Stata Motors surged close to 30% as PE from TPG and decided to invest Rs. 7,500 crores in its EV arm. d climbed 20.8% on expectation of strong results. Vedanta advanced 12.9% on higher aluminum prices. ITC added 10.7% amidst speculations that e-commerce giant Amazon is planning to invest in the IT, ITC e Chowpal business. Jubilant Food gained 10.1%. Among losers, TCS fell 8.2%, Bandhan Bank fell 6.5%, HCL Tech shed 5.4%, HDFC Life was down 3.9% and Biocon ended 3.1% in the red. As per provisional figures, FIs were net buyers of 1037 crores in the cash segment over the week, while DIs were net buyers of rupees 3297 crores. U.S. stocks built on the previous week's gains, held by some positive earnings, surprises and upbeat economic data that appeared to ease concerns about a sharp slowdown in growth and an elevated inflationary environment. Q3 earnings season began on a high note courtesy of heavyweights in the financial sector, with Goldman Sachs joining some of its peers by easily topping expectations as investment banking and trading revenues led the way. Dow Jones ended the week 1.6% higher, while Nasdaq was up 2.2%. Oil prices continued to surge higher and closed at a new seven-year high as a natural gas supply crunch in Europe and optimism about demand in the U.S. continued to propel the recent rally. U.S. crude oil prices rose 3.7% to $82.3 a barrel. Gold futures settled lower on Friday, pressured by strength in Treasury yields and U.S. benchmark stock indices, but prices still saw a modest 0.6% gain for the week to $1768.2 an ounce. Indian 10-year G-Sec yield rose 1 basis point over the week to 6.33%. Other economic data include CPI in India fell to 4.35% in the month of September, down from 5.3% in August as food prices dropped. IIP for the month of August uh, rose 11.9% versus 11.5% growth in July. India's WPI inflation came in at a provisional 10.66%. Uh, year on year for the month of September as compared to 1.32% in September 20 and 11.39% in August 2021. India's trade deficit was revised lower to $22.6 billion in September compared to preliminary estimate of $22.9 billion and uh, $2.72 billion uh, gap a year earlier. Import surge 84.7% to $56.4 billion, while exports rose at a much lower 22.6% to $33.8 billion. Monthly deficit in September is at an all-time high. IMF has said that Indian economy is expected to grow at by 9.5% in 2021 and 8.5% in the next year. India's overall power generation has improved to 7.3% year-on-year at 345 billion units in Q2 FY22 due to better power demand post-lockdown relaxations. CPI in the US uh, rose 0.4% in September. On a year-on-year basis, uh, it rose 5.4% and at the highest level at uh, since January 91. PPI in the US surged 8.6% in September from the same period a year ago. That is the biggest jump on records dating back to t- 2010. Retail sales in the U.S. unexpectedly increased 0.7% month-on-month in September following an upwardly revised 0.9% rise in August. University of Michigan's consumer sentiment for U.S. fell to 71.4% in October versus 728 in September. The trade gap in U.K. widened to £14.9 billion in August from an upwardly revised £14 billion in the previous month. It was the widest good shortfall since last December as exports fell 4.6% whereas imports fell a slower 1%. Eurozone industrial production contracted by 1.6% on a monthly basis in August. Year on year the industrial output rose by 5.1%. Eurozone trade surplus narrowed sharply to Euro 4.8 billion in August from Euro 14 billion in the same period last year, mainly due to 26.6% jump in imports amid a rally in energy prices. Exports rose a slower 18.2%. Wholesale prices in Germany increased 13.2% year-on-year in September, the highest rate since June 1974 after the first oil crisis, due to a low base effect and a sharp rise in prices for raw materials and intermediate products. CPI in Germany came in at 4.1% in September, the highest level since December 1993. Producer prices in Japan rose by 6.3% year-on-year in August after an upwardly revised 5.8% growth in July. This was the 7th straight month of PPI inflation and the highest reading since September 2008. Japan's industrial production fell a seasonally adjusted 3.6% monthly in august on a yearly basis industrial production accelerated 8.8 percent in august china's trade surplus was came in at $66.7 66.7 billion in september compared with a surplus of 35.5 billion in the same month a year earlier it was the largest trade surplus since last december as exports extended their double digit growth while imports moderated China's annual factory gate prices rose 10.7% from a year earlier in September at the fastest pace in more than two decades. That compared with an increase of 9.5% in August. Events in the coming week include on 18th of October, China's Q3 GDP, industrial production and retail sales, US's industrial production. On 22nd of October, Japan, Eurozone, Germany, UK, US provisional manufacturing and services PMI number. Corporate results in the coming week include on 18th of October, Hetsun Agro, L&T Infotech, Root Mobile, Tata Coffee, Ultratech Cement. On 19th of October, ACC, DCM, Sriram, Hindustan Unilever, ICICI Pru Life, ICICI Securities, l Technology, MassTech, Nestle. On 20th of October, Hevels, Jubilant Food, Tata Communication. On 21st of October, Asian Paints, Container Corporation, ICICI Lombard, JSW Steel, Emphasis, Starlight Technology, and TVS Motor. On 22nd of October, Federal Bank, SGSC Life, Reliance Industry, Tata Consumer. On 23rd of October, ICICI Bank. Nifty gained 2.48% over the week, the largest weekly rise in 6 weeks. Nifty rose uh, on Wednesday and Thursday with runaway gaps which indicated strong upward momentum. Though the daily technical indicators are close to overbought levels, Nifty could rise post the long weekend on Monday, helped by gains in the US markets over Thursday and Friday, and cool down later. 18,600 on the upside could be a resistance for the Nifty, while 18,190 could be a support in the near term. Q2 results from corporates could drive momentum in individual stocks. Realty, financial and metal stocks could remain in limelight. Brent crude topped $1.85 a barrel in London for the first time since 2018. The latest milestone in the global energy crisis that has seen prices soar. This could create a trigger for a small reversal in equities. That's all for this uh, audio podcast. Thank you and have a great trading and investment week ahead.